The Tennis Gambling Podcast and the Sports Game Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamepodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app from ZHOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by GameTime. GameTime has last-minute tickets and the lowest prices guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. And welcome, everybody, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Game Podcast Network. It is currently Friday afternoon, November 10th, and I'm your host, always, Scott Rochelle, once again going solo for this pod. Should be a short episode, but an important one because we have two title matches to talk about on Saturday for the Mets and Sofia tournaments. So we are going to cover those. You have Draper taking on Manorino in Sofia and Yovum Bear taking on Shevchenko. So we are going to preview both those matches. But before we get into any of that, do want to recap what happened in the last episode for the semifinals. Unfortunately, did go 0-2 with the lock and dog picks. We ended up losing with Draper team total over 12 and a half games at minus 125 as the lock. Pretty annoying loss because we just needed Struff to break one time. He stranded a bunch of breakpoint chances, and we needed one seven five or seven six set, or even a three setter. And Draper had chances to let Struff back into the match, but Struff just wouldn't take it. Struff ended up going an embarrassing one for eight with breakpoint chances while he allowed Draper to convert three of his four breakpoint chances. And that's the story of the match, because both guys served pretty well, but Draper made the most of his chances, Struff did not, and as a result, we finished just short of the team total over, so that picked up a loss. As for the dog, ended up losing with Urbear and Shevchenko over two and a half sets. Didn't get there, match was competitive, but Shevchenko was just too good, as he won 6-4-6-4. Besides that, looking at the other leans that we had, we got the winners right in all the matches. We thought that Kotov was alive for the price, but we did think that Manorino would potentially get the job done there. Uh, but once again, I thought he was a bit too big of a favorite. Did a link to Manorino, team total over the 12 and a half. Did also like the over in the, ga- in the uh, games in the match, though that didn't get there. But we did have the Manorino team total over, which ended up winning. Uh, Shevchenko, we thought would end up beating Urbear, but we thought it would be close. And we did think that Umber would bury Fognini, and he did as he won 6-0-6-2. Fagnini gave it a good run, but I've said this before. Every now and then when you have a Cinderella story who makes a deep run in the tournament and he plays the match of his lifetime in the round prior, usually you fade the guy in the following round and Fagnini had nothing left. It was night and day compared to his match against Sonigo, and Umber just bullied him, around, or bullied him around the court and he won via bagel in the first set and then 6-2 in the second. But for the most part, Everything was kind of straightforward. You had four matches, all four favorites, one in straight sets. So not exactly the most entertaining tennis. You only had one set that had more than 10 games in it. So once again, pretty straightforward. And hopefully the finals on Saturday deliver more, I'd say, drama, so to speak. But besides that, don't really have much more to add for the recaps of the semis. But before we get into any of the match previews, do want to briefly discuss The announcements regarding the ATP Finals. Now, you might remember, or you might have forgotten, that we are going to be covering the ATP Finals next. That's right, we're already close to the end of the calendar year. But they officially announced the group, so I am going to read those off quickly. There is the red group and the green group. And let's just say the red group is significantly easier, and Djokovic has a much easier path. So to go through the groups here, red group is Djokovic, Sinner, 
Tsitsipas, and Rune. And the green group is the death group. You have Alcaraz, Medvedev, Rublev, and Zverev. Good luck with that one. That's going to be an absolute war. But we're going to cover that tournament more in depth. But I wanted to mention that in case you wanted to bet some futures already. Djokovic has a pretty easy path. Alcaraz and Medvedev, Rublev, and Zverev are going to have a war, which should be a very fun set of round-robin group stave matches in the green group. But wanted to at least mention it, and I do think that is worth pointing out. But anyway, time to get into the actual matches for the Saturday card. There is a two-hour time difference with the start time, two hours, two and a half hours between Sophia and Mets. Sophia's going first, so we are going to preview that one starting at 8 a.m. Eastern time between Draper and Manorino. Now, Draper is going for his first ATP title. Manorino's won a couple this year already, but Draper is the favorite at minus 169 on the money line. You have him at minus two and a half games at minus 111. Manorino on the money line is plus 149. The game spread is plus two and a half. The over-under is at 22 and a half. And if you want to go for the set wagering, the over two and a half sets is available at plus 135. Now, they've never faced off in the head-to-head. It's going to be an interesting matchup because you have two lefties going at it who really don't have much firepower. Now, both guys have been good in this event. I think Draper has been better. I think Manorino had a very easy draw in the first couple rounds as he was able to beat Ramos Vinolas, went to three sets against Offner, and then beat Kotov. As for Draper, he ended up beating Martera in straight sets, beat Musetti in straight sets, Ilkel in straight sets, and Struff in straight sets. I think Draper's been in better form. Now, the problem that you have is the potential nerves, because this is probably the biggest match Draper's ever played in, since he's never won a title before on the ATP level, where Manorino has. So Manorino has the experience angle, and he does have a very unique style of play. Now, Draper is similar in the sense that he's the guy who likes to keep the ball in play, so you might end up seeing what could be a very long rally-based match where they're going to try to wear each other out physically until one guy eventually breaks. But I do think that Draper has an edge here based on his form, and I do think he's the better server between these players. But for me, Draper entering this event in Sofia, by the way, also won a title in Italy, so he has been in good form in general. You can argue fatigue might play a factor because he only had one day off in between the uh, Bergamo tournament and the Sofia tournament, but he's still in the final anyway. He's been coasting, so I do think he's in good form, and I do think he's going to win. Do I think Manorino is going to make this interesting? Knowing Manorino, probably, but I do think that Draper is the better player, and I do think that he's probably going to win this in straight sets. If I had to lean... Actually, I don't know about straight sets. I think he's going to win it. I'd lean to the games on Draper at two and a half. I really just think he's the better player here. But I do think you can make an argument that this match can be in the balance on a couple of occasions. But I just think that Draper is so dialed in on these courts. And I do think that Manorino has had the easier path up to this point that Draper should be able to win this match and probably cover the spread. So I'm going to lean to Draper minus two and a half, but I do think he's going to win the match. I was hoping to get a money line at around minus 150. I'm not going to get that. Maybe I can combine first set and a full match uh, if I wanted to go for a better price there. But I do think Draper eventually gets it done and wins his first ever ATP title. Let me quickly check to see if I could find a good price for the first set and full match uh, amount there. So for the first set and full match, you can get Draper at minus 130. I don't hate that. If you want to go for Draper team total over, you can get that at 12.5 at minus 110. I'm not sure if I mind it, but Draper's only had one set with 
more than 10 games in it in this event. So it is a bit dicey, but I think Draper's going to win, and I'll go from there. Now, moving on to the second match, you have Shevchenko taking on Umber. Umber is a massive favorite at about minus uh, about minus 347. You have Shevchenko at plus 277. As for the spread, Umber is minus four. You have Shevchenko minus, uh, you have uh, Umber minus four at plus 101. You have Shevchenko plus four at minus 121. Over under is 22 games. Over is minus 118. Under is minus 102. Now there's no head to head between the two of them. And similarly to the Sofia final, you have a guy who has won a couple titles before against a guy who has never won a title before in Shevchenko. Now, unlike the Sofia match, you do have one player with home country advantage because Umber will have a ton of crowd support. Having said that, Shevchenko has been really, really good. And I do think these odds are very disrespectful because I think Umber should be favored. Should he be around minus like 370? Absolutely not. Or 340, that's absolutely crazy. I think he should be closer to, in my opinion, minus 170. I really don't see much separating these players. I understand that Umber just buried Fognini in the last round, but to go through Umber's draw up to this point, it's been easy. Faced off against Team, won three. Faced off against Mayotte, who was a plus 2,000 shot to make it to the quarters. And then faced Fognini, who beat the two finalists from last year. So, Umber really hasn't had to beat anybody. And you're looking at Shevchenko. Yes, he ended up beating Valkuz, relative unknown in three in the first round. But he beat Kashanov. That's a good win. And and Herbert is a, was a wild card who was pretty good in singles before getting injured a couple years ago. I can understand that's also a Cinderella run into the semis, but he beat Chishanov, and that's the best win that either guy has in this event, and Shevchenko has been playing some really aggressive and good tennis. Now, I think it's going to be a competitive match. I think it's going to be a war, but minus 340 is nuts for a guy who has had a pretty easy draw, and I think a lot of people are overrating the victory over Fognini, and I think Fognini just had a pretty fluky dream run, especially a fluky match against Sonigo, where he won in straight sets, which now has warped the perception of that win against him. I think Umber is a very good player, or at least I think he's a good player who's in, good, who's in great form, but Shevchenko's been in great form too, and I do think that this line is way too big. I think that the game spread is too big, and I think that this spread is really indicative of the reputation that Umber's developed over the last couple of weeks in his home country in general, and I disagree. I think that Shevchenko's in great form. I think he's alive to win it, and I think that these odds are absolutely absurd. So for me, I'm going to go with Shevchenko plus the four, and I am going to go with the over two and a half sets in this match. It's going to be around like plus 125, give or take, but I do like it anyway. I think there is some value at that number, and I think Shevchenko does have a shot to win the match. But that's going to wrap it up for my actual previews for the final in Sofia and in Mets. Now it's time for the lock and dog picks, but before we get into any of that, kind of a quick word from our sponsor. We're brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sportsbook, trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Props, sides, totals, live betting, Bet365 has you covered. And if you like boosts, you're going to love Bet365 because they have a 30% profit boost on your NFL same game parlay. Plus, they even have an early payout offer if your team goes up 17 points. Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either a $1,000 free bet safety net or bet $5 and get $150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgampockets.com slash bet365, sportsgampockets.com slash bet365. 
problem gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your football team all season long. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little money over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And a reminder, when you sign up, use the promo code SGPN, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. It's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. PN. We're also brought to you by Game Time. I don't know about all of you, but I personally love attending sporting events in person, and especially now with college basketball season starting, there are a lot of games, maybe locally for you, that you can go see, and you want a place that you can trust to actually get tickets, and I recommend Game Time, because Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all these sports, music, comedy, and theater near you, and my personal favorite feature on the app is the images of seat views. I'm sure all of us can relate to a time where we got tickets to an event and we were looking forward to it, and then as soon as we sat down in our seats, we realized we made a horrible a horrible mistake. Our view was obstructed, and suddenly you were looking forward to actually seeing something you paid for, and then you couldn't see anything because there was a beam or something in front of you, and you realize you potentially wasted some money. Well, that's not going to happen with game time because they will show you with this feature the exact view you're going to get before you spend any money on that seat. But also, Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time is deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So sign the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, Use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Welcome back, everyone, to the Tennis Gambling Podcast. Just finished previewing the final matches in Sofia and in Mets. Now it's time for the lock and dog picks. Starting off with the lock for the show, I think I'm going to go back to the final match we talked about in Mets. And I think for the lock and dog, I'm actually going to go to the same match both times. I really don't have much in the Sofia match. I think Manorino Draper is very fascinating. I don't see much value on it, so I'm going to skip it entirely. For the Mets match, though, my lock will be on Shevchenko, plus the four games at minus 121. Simply put, I think that this line is insane, and I think that Umber is a solid player who's playing in great form, don't get me wrong, and I understand that he has home country advantage, but I do think looking at his overall path, he's really beaten nobody because he went to three sets against the likes of team. Then he beat Mayotte, who was plus 2,000 to, to uh, win the quarter, and that was pretty fortunate that Umber got to face him. And then he faced off against Fagnini, who had an absolute dream run and had nothing left in the tank. Fagnini beat the two finals from last year, so Umber really didn't have to do anything, and he ended up in the final. So I do think, once again, his level of competition has been pretty weak, and I think as a result, he's overvalued 
in the spot. And you're looking at Shevchenko. He's also had a relatively easy path beating Herbert, who was a Cinderella story, also beat Valkuz in the first round in three. But he did beat Kashanov in straight sets, and that's easily the best one either guy has in this event. But I think that looking at this overall line, Shevchenko is the best player that Umber is going to face in this event, which tells you how weak the path has been. And Shevchenko's already accustomed to facing off against opponents with a hostile crowd because Urbear is also French, and Shevchenko beat him in straight sets. So I think looking at this overall match, you're going to see a very competitive one between two players in great form. But I do think that Shevchenko getting four games here is very disrespectful. And for that reason, I am going to take the games at minus 121. As for the dog, I'm going to go to the total sets in the same match, Shevchenko and Umber. I'm going to go with the over two and a half sets at plus 165. Kind of to repeat some of the argument I just made for Shevchenko plus the games. I think both players will have moments. We know Umber was involved in a bunch of three-set matches before this event. But I do think looking at how these players match up, both guys have some power. Both guys have unique style, and I do think that you're going to see each player have moments in rel- in different sets, and I think you might end up seeing it go three. So for that reason, at plus 165, I think that's a great price, and I'm going to take that because of it. So once again, the lock and up picks for the show. The lock is going to be on Shevchenko, plus the four games at minus 121, and the dog will be on Shevchenko and Umber over. Two and a half sets at plus 165. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. A reminder, we'll back once again during the weekend for the ATP Finals preview. So stay tuned for that. And until then, find me on Twitter at Rice Show Radio. Find me on the NBA show. Find me on the NFL show at the network. Until next time, though, good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone.